Hello everyone, I'm Colin Tesser of Wrestling.com and welcome back to the recap of Honor. We took a week off last week, but uh, we're back here now. We had a bunch of schedule changes, so sorry about the change there, but we're back on schedule here for WrestleZone to talk about all things Ring of Honor from a very eventful episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling to pretty much a filled out card for the best in the world pay-per-view, which will be this weekend. I'm recording this on Monday, so this Sunday uh, on July 11th, we'll be back with Ring of Honor on pay-per-view for best in the world. Definitely an exciting show. I'm looking forward to that. One. I'll be talking all about that card as well. Uh, before I do, just want to remind you all that this show, like everything we do here at WrestleZone, is available on any number of streaming platforms, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, a podcast, whatever it may be. We've got you covered. So leave a like and subscribe. So we might as well start off with this weekend's episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling. And this one was the de- it was definitely a special one. We had a title match and we had the first ever fight on the farm in Ring of Honor history. Um, and I guess I'll start with the title match. It was Jonathan Gresham defending the Ring of Honor Pure Championship against Fred Yehi. Now, John Gresham came into this match 9-0 and in Pure uh, pure Rules matches in Ring of Honor. Uh, and, on the, and meanwhile, Fred Yehi definitely riding a lot of momentum since he uh, earned the contendership there. So, uh, and we did know that regardless, or, or I, whoever won this match, we would know that... Uh, they would go on to face Mike Bennett, Ring of Honor veteran Mike Bennett, for the title at Best in the World. So definitely uh, beyond the title itself here, uh, definitely some stakes tied to this match in that the winner would definitely have a spot on the Best in the World card. So uh, as we've seen in recent matches with Jonathan Gresham, and I've said this many times before, but he he's really one of the, the best in the world, especially at what he does. And what he does is just masterful, pure wrestling at its finest. And I think this was really evident when he faced Jay Lethal on the 500th episode. Uh, pretty much every time he's in there, he's really just proving that he is uh, just an elite, pure wrestler. That's all I can really say about it from the way that he really um, it's, it's very like fine tactical craft like they're, they're, it's really hard to describe it if you haven't seen it um just as he's really uh it, it's it's easy to, to compare it to art just a real like um a work of art there and it's the way that he tells stories to, with these simple you know wrist locks and these, these technical holds you know it's not going to be a, a high flying match or even necessarily a a hard hitting match in, in a traditional sense of like with two powerhouses it's a very uh, specific kind of style that is the the foundation and pun intended there of what uh, he's trying to really go and and build ring run into this this foundation of pure wrestling it's evident every, every time that he wrestles here fred yehi has definitely been impressive ever since he made his ring of honor debut uh, back in the pure title tournament last fall and uh, as he talked about in a pre-match promo he's had a bit of a an inconsistent run in ring of honor some some losses here and there he lost to Dak draper at one point but then he won a, a pure rules gauntlet match so he's right back there in the thick of title contention they also beat rocky romero so he's definitely uh like i said he definitely had a lot, a lot of momentum going into this one now it is where i did i enjoyed this match a lot like i said i thought it was great to see gresham and yay i should say uh, holding his own with a guy uh, of of gresham's caliber it really just really uh exchanging those technical holds and, and telling that kind of story and uh, the match was quite truly a stalemate in the in the literal sense of the word uh, i think even down to the the, the the 10 minute mark you know both guys neither one could really maintain the advantage neither guy could really take control uh but this one really did feel a lot like aggression's match with jay lethal that i mentioned a minute ago where aggression won with the roll-up so he retained the title he's now 10 and 0 uh, in pure rules matches he's still a champion riding high into the best on pay-per-view I couldn't help but feel like I wanted a little more, though. Like for me, if I'm if I or I should I'll, I'll, if I'll say if I'm Jonathan Gresham, you know, I, I yeah, obviously a win's a win. But you know, 
I'd want to win, you know, kind of definitively. I'd want to make someone tap out or pin them with a, a signature move. And one of the best things about Jonathan Gresham is that he doesn't have one defining signature move. He can beat you any number of ways. They talk about that on commentary. Yeah, I talked about that on the Ring of Honor ROH Strong podcast before this match. So, of course, you know, we, I understand that, you know, you can win any number of ways. But for me, it feels like a couple matches lately, especially the title matches uh, specifically, uh, Gresham has won not with like traditional roll-ups, but with like kind of uh, some kind of pinning combination or pinning maneuver. So, you know, I hope that maybe a best in the world, or if not, you know, the match after that, we'll see him really kind of mix, get a really definitive uh, statement one like that. Because, you know, for me, at least from a, as a, from a, a fan's perspective, if someone, if I see someone, especially a champion, one of the roll-up like that or, or a pin uh, maneuver like that, you know, I'm left thinking, well, you know, he didn't really win. There, there's kind of an, an asterisk there where it's like, you know, they, and granted that that that, that helps Yay High because now you know he and Gresham even said after the match, you know, Yay High, you can cut, you can go train and and try and you know hone your craft and you know come back and try and face me again someday. And that that kind of this result is adorable for that because he he could really easily say, hey, you didn't pin me or, or you didn't, and he didn't make me tap out. So that is one kind of thing I noticed where. The, the the Jay Lethal match, there may have been another one as well, uh, but definitely the, the last two that I can recall, the, the Lethal match and now the Yehi one, uh, Gresham winning essentially via roll-up in a great match that I enjoyed a lot, but then having that ending, I'm, I'm left there like kind of wanting wanting more in a good way, wanting you know a more uh, definitive, more, I don't want to say satisfying, but a more kind of emphatic result like that, because now Yehi got rolled up and then you know, now the the pay-per-views on Sunday, and this is, you know, I watched the show on Monday, so now we're writing, you know, less than a week in the pay-per-view, and it's like, you know, I think Gresham could have really benefited from, uh, like I said, a, a really kind of definitive win like that. It is worth noting that Mike Bennett, uh, now we'll, we, we know he will challenge Gresham at the pay-per-view. He was on commentary for this match. He was talking about how he really wants to earn Gresham's respect. That's kind of the hook of their upcoming match at best in the world, where Mike Bennett, not really thought of as a pure wrestler, um, it really just that's not his background, but he he earned a spot in in the pure the, that pure gauntlet match, and then kind of lo and behold, he earned a title shot. He is undefeated in singles matches since he returned uh, to Ring of Honor. So um, that's definitely he's got he's got that momentum on his side. But as a, in the pure sense, in the, in the pure division, uh, he is definitely looking to prove himself in the sense that he's going in there against Jonathan Gresham, who, as I said, I think is one of the best in the world. I think that is probably. Uh, an opinion you're going to hear if you ask anybody, other fans, other wrestlers, John Gresham, when it comes to pure wrestling, I would say he's pretty, pretty darn unmatched. So Bennett definitely looking to, to earn that respect to, or to prove that he is a, a pure wrestler like that. And after the match in a post-match interview, Gresham said, you know, hey, like I don't, and basically said, I don't, I don't care if you want my respect. You don't have it. Like I'm the champion. This is my division. I'm 10 and 0. You've got to kind of prove it to me. Um, and he said like that he kind of, you know, and it, like, I actually know, I should say that he did also say that he, uh, he knows at least who Mike Bennett was back in the day when he was, uh, you know, a villain or a heel with the, with the kingdom back in the day. Uh, so he kind of has that on his mind. He has that image of Bennett in his head. So he said like, you know, I don't essentially, I don't, I don't respect you as a, as a pay wrestler or really as a person. So kind of quickly here, uh, you know, quickly throwing together this you know heated rivalry where it's Gresham versus Bennett, uh, the the new foundation of Ring of Honor in a way versus the, the not the old foundation because Bennett wasn't here 
all too long ago, but uh, there, there's definitely a, a kind of a clash of of eras or or periods in Ring of Honor history. I would say so. Uh, you know, pretty all of a sudden, I would say uh, this one, uh, Gresham and, Le- and Bennett is one of the matches at best and well that I'm very much looking forward to. And I will talk about that card after we finish talking about the this episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling because the main event. We had the first ever fight on the farm in Ring of Honor history. It was Mark Briscoe versus Jay Briscoe, uh, one of the very best tag teams in Ring of Honor. I would say probably the best Ring of Honor tag team, uh, Ring of Honor tag team they've in, in the company's history, and probably it's pretty safe to say one of the best tag teams of this generation uh, 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 in recent history. You know, they I think they've won I want to say eleven tag team titles in Ring of Honor, which is. A, a, a crazy accomplishment that is great for them that speaks to their their accomplishments their skill uh everything so uh, but that being said they have kind of been in a close streak lately they they've they've uh, had a couple of losses they haven't really been able to stay in the title mix they've had a shot to earn title matches when they've lost those matches so it's been a while since i've really seen them um challenge for titles let alone hold tag team titles so uh, because of that and because of the fact that when we saw them first the brothers first collide um in recent memory at the the, fi- the 500 uh, episode of ring of honor wrestling mark briscoe won via count out and like i was saying about the Gresham match earlier definitely uh and this was definitely the case here uh that was not a definitive result where it's like the, the brothers really wanted uh one of them to really win by pinfall or even or submission so definitely that, that kind of set the stage for a rematch there. And we finally got it this weekend with a fight on the farm. And as just like it sounds, this was a fight on the farm. This was shot on location. Uh, as far as I know, this was at the, the Briscoe's farm. They brought in Papa Briscoe. Papa Briscoe uh, cut a promo before the match talking about how he wanted his sons to kind of settle the, their differences and uh, get back to what they do best and, and being the best tag team in Ring of Honor, if not one of the best tag teams in, in wrestling. Uh, but he said, you got to fight out like men. You got to uh, handle this. I don't know, country style, I guess for lack of a better word. And uh, you know, just you know, fight it out. And and that's and that's what they did. Uh this one, I think uh, other than the uh the the Vincent um, Matt Taven match back at 19th anniversary, well that was on location as well. This was one of the first if if not only cinematic matches in Ring of Honor history that I can recall that I've ever really seen. Uh, and I and I liked it a lot. I think if this was anyone other than the Briscoes. I don't think it would have worked but purely because, you know, the Briscoes, this is, this is who they are. You know, some Sandy Fork, Delaware, they, they, and other promos they've, they've, uh, you know, I think weeks ago or maybe even months ago, they had a promo where they, they literally cut it in the, in the chicken coop. So, you know, this is very much who the Briscoes are uh, as, as that, we're, that we're seeing them as performers. And as far as I know, the, 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 real people, but the, behind the guys we see on, on TV. So it was very cool to kind of see them in that light. It was cool to have Papa Briscoe in there. And there are a couple of Funny moments at one point uh mark briscoe climbed up on top of an rv and he's like i'm gonna and jay was like what are you gonna do and there, there was some cursing i don't want to just like curse on my own show here but they were cursing at each other and mark was like oh i'm, I'm gonna dive on you are, are you scared and they're fighting on top of the rv and then uh, jay threw mark off the rv um lots of crazy stuff they hit each other with trash can lids uh not this was not like a traditional like hardcore match like they're kind of fighting they started in, in a ring in, in a kind of a barn and then came out into the yard uh and then they then uh, jay knocked mark into a truck and drove him over to the chicken coop mark dove off of a building had a frost flash to a table um i have to say after this match i definitely have even more respect for the briscoes not that i didn't have it before was that, as i said they are 
uh, I think 11 time tag team champions, but seeing just how much they really did um, from a, from a physical risk standpoint, Mark diving off a building, uh, all the, just the crazy punishment they took in this match. Uh, and it's one thing when you're kind of in, in, in an empty arena, um, well, well, that's what Regano does. I guess I was thinking about the WWE Thunderdome. But these guys shooting on location, I have to imagine that's even harder. Where like you, you literally you can't even like pretend that there are fans there. You can't pre- or there's no there's definitely no piped in noise. This is just on, on the on the farm, uh, and so obviously they were probably feeling that every single um, every single hit, every single you know crash through a table or what have you. Uh, definitely a pretty hard hitting match, uh, and uh, towards the end here especially, you know they really. Just kind of like the, the Peerless match, ironically, this was a stalemate. No one was really getting the upper hand. At some points, it seemed like Jay was going to win. At some points, it seemed like Mark was going to win. Um, but then in the end, Bob, Papa Briscoe, the, he, after Mark dove off the building and hit the frog class through a table, uh, Papa Briscoe helped both guys who could barely walk. They went back to the, the ring where it started there in, in this match. And he said, all right, are, are, are you good yet? And they, the brothers hadn't fought it out yet. So they kept hitting each other. Mark dropped Jay with a clothesline. And finally, Pop Briscoe said, are you guys good now? And they were good now. So the Briscoes, it would seem, are back together, uh, having squashed the beef that they had. And uh, now they are they are likely going to resume their focus on the tag team titles. And I, I'd have to imagine the day will come sooner or later where they will indeed get another tag title shot. Uh, because, as, as again, that, that track record speaks for itself. I'd have to imagine that they'd have a pretty good shot. Now that they are back on the same page, they have a good shot against any tag team in Ring of Honor. Um, so, I, again, I'd have to imagine that we will soon see the day that they will challenge their titles. You know, for me, it was just it was interesting that, uh, I mean, I, I have a brother, and <laughs> I, I can't imagine fighting him like this. You know, I can't imagine throwing, throwing my brother off an RV. Um, so, obviously, the Briscoes, uh, they they had they had a score to settle and they then they wanted to fight out like men. This is what they did. Um, but man, these guys just really they they punished each other. They they beat beat each other up. They're gonna I'd imagine they're gonna be feeling this one for the next couple of days at least. So overall, I like this match a lot. I think it was a lot of fun. Definitely a great way to really shake it up, do something different in Ring of Honor, even in wrestling in general. For me as a wrestling fan, uh, as, as someone whose job is to watch wrestling, I watch a lot of it in the Beyond Ring of Honor, uh, WWE, any any number of companies. And this one, this was very refreshing. It was different. It was new. So I, I know I appreciated that. And I think that was probably one of the biggest successes of this match was, it was something really different and fresh, especially kind of uh, Really, at the end of this pandemic era, as we've known it, at least things are supposedly returning to normal now. So this is kind of a, a maybe a swan song to the pandemic era in that sense, because, as I said, six days from now, I'm recording this on Monday, it'll be Sunday, best in the world, the pay-per-view where fans will return for the first time uh, in over a year due to the, due to the pandemic. So that'll be very, very exciting. Uh, I, I talked a bit about the, the, the pure title match. And, and again, I, I, I have to imagine I, I'd pretty much pick Jonathan Gresham against anybody. I respect Mike Bennett. He's got a great track record. He's very accomplished. He's very experienced. Uh, he, he won that pure rules gauntlet match, but I'm sorry. I, I can't pick against Jonathan Gresham. I got to imagine that Jonathan Gresham's record will go to 11 and 0 in pure rules matches at best in the world. I think he's going to beat Mike Bennett and head into the summer here. Uh, still as the pure champion here. Uh, and because it is only six days away, we do have a pretty good idea of what the card will be uh, some of these matches were very very recently added i think just 
July, so I guess just late last week, a six-man tag team match uh, for the titles was added to the card. It'll be the Shane, Shane Taylor Promotions, Shane Taylor and the Sons of uh, Soldiers of Savagery versus the oddball team of Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and Dak Draper. Now, if you remember, uh, kind of in, in recent weeks here, we've seen uh, a hard-to-define uh, conflict between Castle, Isom, and Draper. Uh, Isom beat Draper in the survival of the fittest quali- qualifying match kind of at least somewhat due to the presence and distraction of Dalton Castle. Um, admittedly, maybe inadvertently there, where I don't think he was necessarily trying to cost Castle, them, or trying to cost Draper the match, but definitely some, some tension there. Uh, and I have now we'll talk about Survival of the Fist in a minute, but uh, Isom did not win that match. So now kind of quickly pivoting into this chase for the, the six-man tag titles, now to having to team up with... Uh, I would say someone's quickly become a rival of his in Dak Draper and in Dalton Castle, a guy that just not too long ago, maybe a, a month or two ago, kicked him to blow the belt. So it's fair to say there's no love lost between these guys. And then you got Strain Taylor Promotions, uh, a, a well-oiled machine, a well-oiled unit that's been very successful. Got to imagine that Shane Taylor Promotions will definitely, uh, I, I would call them the, the favorite in this match and what that would mean for Castle, Isom, and Draper. I don't really know. I mean, maybe we'll see kind of a, uh, that that uh unstable alliance implode and maybe we'll see more more uh tension and, and more uh bad blood uh kind of build up there but i think it'll be a very fun match but as i said that kind of clash of a a, a well well functioning team and a definitely a, an unstable one definitely sounds like a, a powder cake a powder cake in many ways we also saw that uh dragon lee has earned another shot at the television championship he will face Tony Deppen for the title. Deppen beat uh, Tracy Williams. We've had this kind of three-way um, trade of, of the, the TV title in recent in recent months, I should say, where Trace Williams beat Kenny King because Dragon Lee was absent at 19th anniversary. Then Deppen beat uh, Tracy Williams. And then in a triple threat match, uh, Deppen pinned Williams in a match that also involved Lee to retain the title. So kind of just a, not hot potato, but definitely this kind of three-way um, program here. But now Dragon Lee will face uh, Tony Deppen. It will be a rematch of their their clash from Final Battle 20, uh, 2020. That was when Deppen made his pay-per-view debut for Ring of Honor. And Deppen came short in that one, but he definitely impressed. So you know that he'll kind of have a, a chip on his shoulder looking to say, hey, I'm the champion now. I'm going to beat Dra- Dragon Lee. I've got to say, at least for me, I mean, looking at it from a, a fan's perspective, um, you know, uh, I don't know. It's it's hard for me to pick against Dragon Lee. I've said it before on this show. I think he's one of the very best um, light heavyweights, or or I won't say cruiserweights, but you know, if you want to put a label on it, I'll I'll just say one of the best wrestlers in the world, at least in uh, in in that way. Um, one of the, a great high flyer, a great striker, very experienced. Uh, I didn't, and and I think Tony Deppen's very talented as well, but I've got to th- think that uh, Dragon Lee's got to be the favorite, even as the the, the challenger in this one. So, uh, despite the first two predictions there being title def- uh, defenses, I think that maybe of any title on the line on Sunday, the TV title might be the most likely to change. So, that'll definitely be my thought for that one. Uh, Rumar McLean uh, Spencer in the comments here saying, I look for Gresham to retain the pure title. He thinks Sol- Sol- uh, Shane Taylor promotions will retain the six-man belts because of that tension that I mentioned before. Uh, yes, I think that what Dalton Castle, um, I guess, uh, poking and prodding in, in the respective careers of uh, Iceman Draper could definitely come back to bite him in this title match. So, like I said, I think Shane Taylor promotions will, de- will definitely retain. 
Got to think that for the TV title, could change hands there on Sunday. But there, there's so much more, so much more to look forward to. We're going to get a very heated last man standing match between Josh Woods and Silas Young. I recently interviewed Josh Woods, and he talked about this match and his feud with uh, Silas Young. Definitely check that out. It's on our all of our uh, audio and visual platforms that we have that, that I mentioned before. Um, I've got to hope, I, I'm, maybe I'm biased, I hope that uh, Josh Woods will come away with the win here. I think this will really kind of help take him to that next level in Ring of Honor against a real veteran. and. Uh, you know, accomplished, uh, experienced guy like Silas Young, I think that a win here would really help Josh Woods, um, whether it's challenging for the, the pure title again, or even, you know, maybe someday in the not too distant future challenging for the world title. I think this could very well be uh, a signature win in the young career of Josh Woods. And so I, I'm rooting for him. And I, I think that, you know, basically we did see him beat Woods, uh, sorry, beat Young in that, in that pure rules match a couple weeks ago. I got to think that Woods kind of has the, the hot hand here, that he has that momentum. So I'm both rooting for Woods, and I think that he might be the favorite in that match. Uh, beyond that, another non-title match will be EC3 versus Flip Gordon. Uh, EC3 lost his pay-per-view debut to Jay Briscoe at 19, uh, for Ring of Honor, I should say, at the 19th anniversary show back in March. He, he pretty quickly, quickly introduced uh, into a feud with Flip Gordon, uh, pretty much a clash of EC3 trying to find if honor is real, and he kind of learned that it is, or he was satisfied in, in that result uh, in his match with Jay Briscoe. Now he's facing Flip Gordon. If you're a member, the two of them faced the Briscoes in a tag team match when Flip Gordon cheated to win that match unbeknownst to EC3. EC3 had a problem with it. There, uh, lo and behold, we have a match between the two. I have to imagine, like, it's hard to pick. Uh, I, I think, for, looking at from EC3, I think he's going to really uh, go into the one with uh, even more uh, pressure on himself to win, even more desire to win because of that loss at the, at the previous pay per view. But for me, I think Flip Gordon, he's going to want he's going to want to pick up a big win here because he'll be challenging Roots for the world title at uh, on. Glory by under the, the Ring of Honor's next show in Philadelphia in in, in August. So, so I think this will be a very, very good chance for Flip Gordon to earn a big win ahead of that title match, whoever the champion may be, which leads me to my next point. Bandito won the Survival of the Fittest Tournament. Uh, that was, I think that was last week. As I mentioned before, we didn't do a show last week due to a couple of scheduling uh, changes. But Bandito won Survival of the Fittest. That means that, I mean, that puts him in a very impressive lineage alongside guys like Brian Danielson, Chris Hero, Tyler Black, Eddie Edwards, Jay Lethal, Adam Cole, several others. So I think that's very uh, a, a very nice feather in, in the cap for Bandito. I've said this on the show before. He's one of my very favorites in Ring of Honor. Uh, I think he's immensely talented. This is the first time that he's challenged for the world title in Ring of Honor. So this is a very great opportunity for him as a fan of his. I'm very excited about that. I think we're in for a great match between Bandito and Roosh at the pay-per-view. But I don't know if I see Bandito pulling it off. I just, I think that um, Roosh, he's a champion for a reason. He's, he's held the title as long as he has for a reason. Um, I, and I, I would obviously not put it past him and the faction on Ingo Bernabe to bend the rules to make sure that Roosh uh, leaves the title with, with the title uh, still around his waist here. So very much expecting a great uh, electric main event here. But as much as I want to see Bandito get that win, I don't know if this is the time. So uh, I'm going to. Expect, predict, whatever you want to say, uh, Roosh to leave with the title. Although I do think even the defeat, Bandito will definitely benefit from a great showing here. And lastly here, I mentioned the other title matches. And we also see a clash between, won't be for a title, but between two uh, main eventers, between two guys that are definitely kind of, if I'll say, on, on the precipice of the world title scene. It'll be Jay Lethal versus Brody King in a clash of two 
unofficial leaders of, of the two top stables in Ring of Honor, or two of the top stables, I should say. Uh, Violence Unlimited for Brody King and for Jaleel, the, the foundation. I've mentioned it every time we do this show in, in recent weeks, this ongoing stable warfare. It's been a lot of fun. It's been the foundation, Violence Unlimited, and LFI. So now this, this singles match with King and Lethal will be a pretty a pretty big test to see kind of who whose faction really is the maybe other than Roosh because Roosh is the world champion maybe who's who's number two who's number three and in, in that kind of hierarchy I gotta say I don't know I'm if I had to pick and I if I'm trying to do predictions for all these matches I'm gonna go for Brody Brody King uh Jay Lethal the franchise he, he's been I, I would argue one of the most accomplished singles guys in Ring of Honor right now, if not Ring of Honor history. But at the same time, maybe this is Brody King's time. Brody King riding a lot of momentum. Uh, he's got Violence Limited. He's got um, just this, this buzz about him, and it's proved that he's got this new this new attitude, this new mindset. So I think went for a great match with this one as well. But I got to give the edge to Brody King, and I think kind of coming out of Best of the World, uh, if he wins, especially, I, I would look for maybe Brody King to be maybe back in front of the line, or at least. Near near the front of the line for another for another title shot. Of course, he he faced Roosh back at Final Battle 2020. LFI cheated and interfered to make sure that Brody King didn't win that one. But now with a stable by, of his own by his side, maybe Brody King will be uh, able to kind of even even the the playing field there and get another title shot there. So definitely looking forward to that i hope to do another show about the pay-per-view uh beforehand a, a, a true uh, preview show for the pay-per-view i'm working on some things there so uh obviously here wrestling we'll, we'll keep you guys posted about that whether or not whether or not that comes to pass uh but i will be reviewing the show obviously next week no matter what uh, here on the recap of honor and also i'll be doing uh I, I plan to do a preview and a re review editorial for the show i just really kind of maximize the coverage for it because this is a big deal. Ring of Honor back on pay-per-view with live fans for the first time since pandemic started. I know I'm excited. I, I hope you are too. Uh, so that will be Sunday, July 11th. You gotta tune in. I say this every week about the Ring of Honor wrestling. The show, the show is free. All right, for every week you're gonna get uh, roughly an hour of the best wrestling on the planet, and you're like you, you can't go wrong. It's free. No, no extra charge. It's on the Ring of Honor website. It's on Fight TV free uh, on Monday nights. You gotta check it out. But for the pay-per-view. Yeah, you gotta pay for it, but you're gonna it's gonna be worth every buck you pay. It's gonna you're gonna get the bang for your buck, and I, I can't emphasize that enough. And I, I don't have to sell it as I don't get like I, I don't stand to gain from that. I'm just saying that as a fan of Ring of Honor, can't recommend it enough. I think we're in for a, a great pay-per-view. I, I know I'm looking forward to it. I think that you know, kind of top to bottom, the card's very solid. Uh, like I said, that, that main event match really stands out to me. I think Bandido and Roosh are going to tear the house down. I think uh, Jay Lethal, Brody King are, are going to have a great match. The TV title match, I mean, I really enjoyed. But the last time we saw Depp and Face Lee, pretty much, again, top to bottom. Very, very good card. I'm looking forward to it. And I hope you are as well. Well, full coverage of the show. As I said, I got a couple of things in the works kind of leading up to the show and obviously after the show to, to review it. And then we'll be back here to talk about the, the pay-per-view and next weekend's episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling here on the Recap of Honor. And with that, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. And remember to do one thing above all others, no matter what wrestling you prefer, no matter what, what wrestling you watch, it's important to do one thing above uh, all others, and that is to enjoy that wrestling because we are returning here to that sense of relative normalcy. So we well, fans coming back for this weekend for Ring of Honor and for other companies as well. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan and just enjoy it. Thanks for listening, everybody.